Week 13 was the most boring week I've ever been a part of. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it sucked. Psych! I thought it it was horrible. Playoffs! Yeah, get out of here. What do you mean? Looks like we get to talk about the playoffs in this this episode. You kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs. The first year of this league, playoffs. Oh, that's the gift you get in this episode. (gasps) It's on. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Yeehaw, baby, let's go. Let's go. Is that a Tim Raider right here? Is that a Hi, is that a Tim Raider in the flesh? Oh man! Or I guess in the audio for all of you at home. <laughs> in the flesh or in the audio? Either way you want. I'm right it. behind you. <laughs> Hello, folks. Let's gather around for the best sports pod in town. It is episode 13 of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Chris Mitchum, along with the usual. Boys, we have the return of the one and only Tim Raider. Commissioner Tim Raider to oh, you. Excuse me. And the usual homie, Aaron Hunt. What's up? Okay, we back in here. And before we even get into anything, I want to make it known to the public that I am not, not intoxicated right now. Um, I think I follow. It's, uh, you know... I've had my fair share of the alcohols and this, you know, I I don't know if I've yet to name this podcast, but it's likely that you clicked on a podcast that just said an open discussion about the this league playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see what that looks like. But again, welcome in to episode 13. It is the evening of Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. Like I said, we have our fearless commissioner back, Tim Raider in the building and this week, we're just going to talk about football, baby. Week 13 has come and gone. If you listened to the last episode, you know a lot of stuff was hanging on week 13. Fellas, how are we feeling after the initial reaction of week 13? I mean, I'm, I guess I'm happy. I'm pretty happy. I'm, I'm, you know, can't complain. Aaron, what about you? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good because, uh, at, you know, we'll get into it later, but I am in the playoffs. Yeah, Chris. Chris, what about you? How are you feeling? After are you in the 13? playoffs, Chris? Chris, are you in the playoffs? No, you're not. Chris didn't make the playoffs. Chris, Chris didn't make the playoffs. Chris. So drinks of the week this week. Um, <laughs> I am currently sipping a St. Elmo straight bourbon whiskey with dark cherry and bourbon vanilla beans. You might ask yourself, Chris, this is the first drink of the week where you haven't had a beer or water. You're drinking hard liquor. Are you, like, drowning your sorrows? Maybe because you didn't make the playoffs? Well, I'd tell you to shut the fuck up because I'm doing my own thing. Tim, what's your drink of the week? Oh, I'm just trying to even out my uh, average total cost spent on this beer. Uh, I got a Bud Heavy, good old ballpark beer. That's awesome. I got a Angel's Envy on tap, so mm. enjoying that Tops. on the rocks. Tops. Angel's Envy is slightly more expensive than my St. Elmo, but you know what? I love it. Just, I love the same just because I can afford it, you know, making the playoffs. <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> god! 
Oh, I'm going to slit your throat. <laughs> I was about to say, after the eighth one, the price doesn't really matter. I'm this, so. going to slit your throat. And run it for that grand, and you're not. Well, and the nut. The nut. Don't forget about the nut, man. The nut has been in the background. Honestly, keep your $1,000. I want the nut. Honestly. Okay, so, like I said, your host, your fearless host this week, might be a little intoxicated, but we're going to try our best to stick to the usual show format. We have the Week 13 review. We have a, um overview of the power rankings and the standings, and then, honestly, we're just going to have an open discussion about what the hell does the This League Fantasy Football Playoffs look like. Full transparency, as I like to give you all, we currently have the Ravens and Cowboys game going on in the background. That has an impact on the stretch game. That has an impact on the seeding of Anthony and Aaron. We are having that in the background. We might live react. I don't know. We'll let you know. Be but Right, absolutely. That is on in the background, so we'll let you know how that goes. Before we get into the week 13 review, anything else to add, fellas? Tim, it is so nice to have you back, my man. Thank you. It's great to be back. I'm looking forward to listening to my voice. Selfish. I have nothing to add. Let's get into it. All right. Like he said, it's on. All right. Week 13. What a buildup. If you didn't follow along with the official This League guide on the social medias, you are missing out. Not saying that took me two hours to create, but hey, I want you to enjoy This League as much as you can, especially for the folks that may be listening that aren't in the league. God, I appreciate the hell out of you. I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast. but Chris goes ham every week, man, and we got to give him props here. A little shout-out to Chris. I mean, good content only. Can't complain. Nobody's tried harder. Done more for this league in the social media game. Go you, Chris. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I yeah. appreciate Editing you. skills are pretty solid, too. So, Oh, thank you. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Yeah, all Aaron and I do is just kind of talk into a mic and record it and say, here you go, Chris. That's all I ask of you guys. That's all I ask. We're going to get into the Week 13 review. The first game we're going to cover, um, you know, we discussed it last pod, Aaron and I. This this game didn't really mean much um, other than maybe a little confidence boost for Stretch. The 8-4 and four saving Matt Ryan and Stretch took on the 5-7 and seven Big Ben Revenge Tour and Hayden. And this is the sole game, like I said, with the Ravens and Cowboys game currently playing in the background, is still up in the air. Fellas, somebody explain to me what stretch, excuse me, what Hayden needs to overcome his current two-point deficit. Well, he needs a second life because he's going to drink bleach. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Somebody actually give me what yeah, Hayden so needs. So we have uh, Hayden <laughs> is currently down 99.92 to 102.02. So Dalton Schultz is the last remaining player on either side. All he needs is like two catches. You know, you would think it might happen, but here we are. Almost halftime and no targets. I was about to say, there is a one minute left in the second quarter. So there's a whole half for Dalton Schultz to catch a pass. That's probably what he'll need, assuming it's like, you know, a 20-yard pass or something. Lamar Jackson scrambles out left. He's looking. He throws. He throws to Hollywood Brown for a solid, like, six-yard gain. Whatever. Rest in peace. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but, yeah, so I think we're going to analyze this matchup, assuming that Dalton Schultz doesn't catch a pass i mean i feel like that's the best way to do it that's the tough thing about recording a podcast during a game i, feel I like think it, 
there's a shot that we might know like come 20 minutes during the pod the middle pod we'll find out but i think for right now i guess that's the way to do it okay i think we're gonna lean with stretch ekes out of victory all right in order to talk about the game i feel that either way like i said before this game ultimately doesn't matter Hayden, as we discussed before, was out of the playoffs, and Stretch already clinched the number one seed. So, guys, how does how does this game make you feel about both teams heading into what is Hayden, the consolation bracket, and Stretch as the number one seed going into the winner's bracket? Well, I feel like I got to just give some quick context about my bleach comment. So, in our This League text message group, Hayden said that if Dalton Schultz doesn't score more than three points, he's going to drink bleach. So, uh, hopefully... Hayden, you don't have to drink bleach, but not looking great for you. As far as what this implication is, as far as the results, um, man, even for the consolation bracket, I just feel like Hayden's on the wrong side of it. I mean, you've got Clayton, who's been performing pretty well the last couple weeks. Uh, Team Fairlife, you know, Chris, who's crossed from me. I feel like he's got some pieces that can really make some noise. So I think it's not looking great even for Hayden. Yeah, Hayden, it's too little, too late. I think he kind of tried to – beat the number one team to prove that oh man you know i I was just missed into the playoffs i didn't know before the podcast last week that you were already eliminated i'm sorry buddy but that's what it is stretch man it's been all year long you started out you're hotter than hot hitting on all your flex plays picking all the right guys then you got a couple injuries here and there and now all of a sudden you got Hunter Henry, Jerry Judy in your lineup, and Frank Gore scoring a combined 3.7. Oh, that's not good. So, it's he's been there all year. It's just, can he get back to being old stretch or not? Uh, we'll find out in the playoffs. Man, that poor Devontae Booker play for Hayden, man. I, I would have started Devontae Booker freaking everywhere. Josh, Gor- uh, Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Jacobs is out. Devontae Booker was the guy, and he only scored you six points. But then Stretch would be jumping up in the court and being like, what about freaking Frank Gore, man? Every single podcast I listened to, like analyst podcast, said Frank Gore would be a great start this week. And he puts up a solid .2 points, goes out on the second play of the game. Both just rough starts for each running back on both sides. So I guess you can say those cancel each other out. But after that, Stretch just outperformed Hayden. I mean, you know. Kyler Murray did his thing. Alvin Kamara with Taysom Hill scores over like five points. That's a fantastic first time. (laughs) Right. That's a fantastic takeaway from that. So um, unless you guys have anything else to say, I I said before this matchup, Stretch should be playing to try to reestablish the fear that he had, you know, for half of the season, really, that he's the number one squad. If you go up against him, you should be scared because his team can go off. How no? However, this matchup finishes. I don't think Stretch really got that title back. I don't know I about mean, you it's guys. It's either three losses in a row in four or five, or still lost two of three. That's just doesn't instill confidence uh, heading into the playoffs. I will say there's a chance that Drew Brees comes back next week. So I really feel like if Drew Brees is the starting quarterback for the Saints, Alvin Kamara just elevates right back up to the top. So, something to watch out for. Absolutely, and that would that would be what our current president calls huge if Drew Brees comes back for Alvin Kamara. So, as it currently stands, Stretch beats Stretch beats Hayden. But as I said, we have the Cowboys Ravens game on in the background. If Dalton Schultz catches a twenty yard pass, we will surely let you know. 
we are going to go on to the next matchup. If you listened to last week's pod, you knew that this matchup held so much weight going into the rest of the matchups. Who would make the playoffs? Who wouldn't? Yes, I'm talking about your boy, Team Fairlife and Chris going up against Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim Team. I'm pretty sure if Team Fairlife were to lose, that would impact every single other playoff-eligible squad besides Dawn and those playoff teams got their wish, unfortunately. Yay. Yeah, so Zach's team, you know, they performed like they needed to perform. Four guys over 20 or t- over twenty points, Marvin Jones, off, off of, out of nowhere in the flex play gets 26. <laughs> out of nowhere. Cam Akers, whose name on Sleeper, the nickname, has been, please make Chris look silly since week one, played and did really well. 16.4 points. Chris. I actually you, forgot about the nickname. <laughs> Aw. You got a Josh Allen game. You want to talk about him for a second real quick? I Get do. up on your soapbox. I do, dude. So, what? I was down by quick maths here, like, I don't know, 50 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Going into this matchup. And I only had Josh Allen left on Monday Night Football. You know, I was like, hey, you know, a miracle could happen or something. I just want to shout out my the king I w- I'm, I'm officially declaring him the king of my squad. Michael Pittman's the prince. Josh Allen, the king of my squad, putting up a 36-point explosion on Monday Night Football. He, you know, you he, he had four touchdown passes in the third quarter. You know, it's like, ugh. I just wanted to shout him out, man. If whatever reason, Josh Allen, you hear this, I love you, man. I am so excited to have you as a pillar of Team Fair Life going forward. At least you made the game interesting. I just... Giving up that first round pick to Dawn is looking like a solid investment. Josh Allen, I am so excited to have you lead Team Fear Life in the coming years. Yeah, and Chris, your team, I mean, you went out fighting. You couldn't have played a lineup that would have won the matchup unless, you know, your guy you picked up, Jameson Crowder, you snuck him in there somewhere. You know, it would have been tough anyway. Um, the Clyde Edwards Alaire news that he dressed was fully prepared to go in if he needed to, but like, didn't get any snaps. Really hurt your team. I guess you could call him Clyde Edwards Beware. Oh, boo. That's sad. But your guys just didn't show up when you needed it most. That's as simple as that. Aaron? For Zach, I mean, you got to like surviving a QB benching. So that's pretty solid. <laughs> that's uh, Carson Wentz with five points. Gets benched, I think. What quarter was it? Do you know? I think it was in the – Late third or early fourth, but I mean, talk about another nickname real quick. Knee don't fail me now, Zach. How about knee doesn't matter because he just sucks. <laughs> New nickname for Carson Wentz. Knee doesn't matter because you just suck, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I can't remember in recent memory yes. a quarterback that has regressed the way that Carson Wentz has. I mean, he has just fallen off the map. He can't even make basic throws. Not stonks. I know he doesn't have a good O-line, but even still, it's just it's hard to see, but... I mean, outside of that, Zach just took care of business. Uh, sucks for Chris that CEH was basically sick on the sideline, even though he was active. Um, so he got a zero there. But, yeah, I think Zach's got to feel good going into the playoffs. He's got some pieces that have really panned out. I think so. And without further ado, it's time for my soapbox. <sighs> you know, coming into this year, I had a young squad, right? CEH. DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, kind of the pillars of my team. 
young guys, I mean, I don't expect them to hit their peaks for another couple years. Um, but the thing is, I had Saquon Barkley, right? My first pick. He's the guy that's going to get me 25, 30 points a week. Put me over the top of a lot of matchups. And I just didn't have that. I lost a lot of matchups this year by 10 points, 15 points, 20 points. Where, don't kid yourself, Saquon could have made up those deficits. Um, the fact that I thought I was a year out already, I lose my first round pick. I'm not saying I am very confident going into next year, or even the consolation bracket, so to say. But uh, I think that Team Fairlife will be back next year, stronger than ever. I'm going to do hella research on these rookies, find somebody I'm just going to fall in love with to lead Team Fairlife to the nut next year. So there is that. Team Fairlife officially eliminated from the playoffs. I say that with a heavy heart. We go on to the next matchup. We had Let Russ Cook and Aaron going up against Team Don Perignon and Don. Team Don Perignon needed a win to make the playoffs. But unfortunately, he low-key got kind of smoked this week. And Team Let Russ Cook certified that he deserves to be in the playoffs. Aaron, how are we feeling after your fairly comfortable win over Team Don Perignon? I feel pretty great. I feel like my team is really hitting its stride at the right time, especially getting Austin Eckler back. I think that instantly makes me a contender, just getting, in my opinion, an RB1 uh, heading into the playoffs healthy. I still think there's a couple weaknesses you know, within my team. My defense hasn't been performing as best or as well as I'd like them to. Uh, and then the Which is end, the Ravens, right? Right. The Ravens, yes. yeah. And then, you know, my flex spot, I have – one um, that's just kind of in limbo sometimes. I just don't exactly know who to play. But my tight end positions are looking pretty well. Logan Thomas uh, dominated yesterday. So we'll, uh, I'm, I'm confident about that and looking forward to the playoffs. Yeah, I think Aaron's team – I mean, I've beaten you twice, 2-0 against you this year. So He had, I, he had to, fit that, he had to fit that in I'll there. Flex. He, he has not only beat me, he has dominated me. <laughs> Stomped. Um Aaron's team right now is the one I most fear if I'm in the playoff matchup. Just Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams consistently just popping off left and right. Russ Wilson, you know, he's been eh the last few weeks, but, I mean, it just takes a week. Um, but, I mean, Goddard, you know, even David Montgomery, the worst running back in the NFL, in my opinion. I have some breaking news. Um, Dalton Schultz, one catch, 15 yards. Hayden defeats saving Matt Ryan. Current score, 102.42 to 102.02. Hayden, congrats. Like I said, that win doesn't really do anything. But, Stretch, you lose your third straight game. It will be interesting to see what the power rankings look like. Will he finally come off his throne? Any additions to that before Tim continues what he well, continues his analysis? No, congrats, Hayden, you know. Nothing much to it. Like I said, pretty much everything was already wrapped up in that game. Yeah, I mean, Hayden tried till the end, you know. Uh, well done, man. Glad to see you got a, a win going into the offseason. Dalton Schultz, the savior. Tim, please continue on why Let Russ Cook sucks. I'm just kidding. 
you know, I, I've I've been iffy on the running backs all year long. Uh, there's no hiding that right now. But you win who you win, and Aaron's just. I mean, what was your record starting out the year? Can you recall what was your at your worst? What were you? One and four. One and four. Okay. Zoinks. So that's six and two since. That's yep. pretty nice. That's what you want to see going into the playoffs. You don't want to see the stretch three three game skid. Those skid marks in the drawers are not good. Don you. I am so happy you didn't make the playoffs because I have your first round pick, buddy. Um, but, you know, Jonathan Taylor finally having a – I mean, he probably had like one or two other good games, but he had a good game, and that was nice to see. But, I mean, McLaurin, three points. Mostert, five points. Juju, under 10. Ingram, I mean, you guys, nobody popped, and it's tough to win when nobody pops. Aaron, you should be feared going into the playoffs. The only thing I had to I have to add to this matchup is uh, David Montgomery. Pretty good. Pretty good. How about his schedule too coming up? Oh man, he's name got, it off, man. Name it off. You know it. He's got Houston next week, and then I think he's got Green Bay as well coming up. And then I can't remember off the top of my head who are the other matches. David Montgomery's final schedule: at home against Houston, at the Minnesota Vikings. At the Jacksonville Jaguars, at, at home against the Green Bay Packers. Other than Week 17, which we do not utilize in this league, because we are smart. Thank you. That is a very juicy matchup for David Montgomery. More like David Mont sucks and gobble everything. And no, he's terrible. View. He's the slowest. Can't cut. Can't do anything. Somehow a good running back. Do you know his last two games? Do you know his last two games? He's been eating souls, bro. He's been eating souls. 27 points this week, 25 points last week. Just Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Slow your roll. I like that. I like that. But, yes, Aaron clinches a playoff spot with a W. We will see him in the playoffs. On to the next matchup. We had Burrow's best and Tim going up against Steven and Mount Passmore. As I said last week on the pod, my favorite game of the week. This was just the best thing ever. You had two hot teams coming in. Who was going to get the dub? And you know what, Tim? I will let you explain. What the hell happened, bro? Yeah. um, One o'clock games. I have Darren Waller. Solid stat line. He's okay. 13 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Did I read that? 45 did I read that is the highest scoring game by a tight end since like 2002 and like Deion Sanders or something stupid? I don't know, but I I kind of believe it. I mean, Kelsey's something great. Like Kelsey's always above 20, 30. He's number one for a reason, but <laughs> yeah. Waller popped for me. You know, going into this week, I was rolling. I picked up Kirk Cousins off the waiver wire and said, you know what? Cousins versus Jacksonville, I'm going to roll up. Them. I'm going to do it. You know, Hopkins had Jalen Ramsey. It was tough. And I ended up starting Brandon Ayuk and Jalen Rager, two rookie receivers in my flex spots, because Josh Jacobs out, DeAndre Swift out, and those reports are not good. Everyone's very worried for Swift's future. But Waller and Cousins in the one o'clock games, I mean, a combined between them was seventy-one points. If your quarterback and your tight end get you seventy-one points, you you got to be in the game. You got to win, right? <laughs> well, when Miles Sanders <laughs> gets you <laughs> <Well. laughs> 3.1 points, 
Antonio Gibson goes out with turf toe in the first drive, two carries, 14 yards. I just, I ended up falling just short. Ayuk did everything he could, won me a few hundred dollars on first touchdown score, no big deal. But, Steven. Um, you called that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I was speaking it into existence. Um, Steven had touchdowns. His receivers, Thomas and Diggs, both had 19 points. Hawkinson had 15. His, his guys just score. Um, it was funny watching the one o'clock games. Like Chris, Zach, you guys can all attest to it. I mean, every time Red Zone was flipping channels, it was like Tim has to dodge a bullet here. Something or somebody's about to score. Steven's got guys on every team, and I just dodge, dodge, dodge. I think Chubb was the first one to score on me, uh, and it hurt. But you know, Steven won 157, 143. My guys fought hard. I think I'm gonna end up being the third highest scorer on the week, but. By running backs, by top four guys. I mean, Jacobs, Swift, Gibson, and Sanders combined 4.5 points. Obviously, two were out, but still, like, those Dude, guys Sanders, I needed going into the playoffs. I mean, if you're Miles Sanders, like, it's fine if you get outworked by Jordan Howard, right? <laughs> Yikes. I mean, Darren Waller, obviously with the explosion. I mean, Travis Kelsey, what a bum, dude. I mean, eight catches for 136 yards and a touchdown. What a bum, Travis Kelsey, bro. I mean, you're supposed, on to be, the you're supposed to be tied in one every week. Aaron, you got anything to add here? I really don't. I just think if Antonio Gibson would have been healthy for the whole, you know, Steelers, Redskins. Oh, sorry, not Redskins. Oh, Ooh. you racist. Washington, Washington racist. Football team. Get the alarm bell. <laughs> Washington football team. Um, I think we might have some different seating. I think Tim might have won this game. And it wouldn't have been by much, but I think you can count at this stage of the game and Gibson getting you at least you know 15 20 points I mean especially just with how talented he is and I know Pittsburgh's no joke on defense but I mean two carries 14 yards I mean yeah if he stumbles into the end zone and gets a couple catches you're talking about that probably wins me the week right exactly so yeah it's unfortunate for Tim that he's kind of limping into the playoffs but hey you'd rather be there than not so yeah I think it's been good for him I feel that. I mean, Steven, I'll give you some love, man. What a solid overall performance for you. I mean, nobody on your team, besides A.J. Brown, but we'll get to that later, um, scored under 10 points. I mean, what a solid overall performance. Um, And Aaron said it last week. He thinks you have the best running back core in the league with Nick Chubb and Allen Robinson. Not Allen Robinson. James Robinson. (laughs) James Robinson. This whiskey's good, fellas. Mm -mm. Um. And you, they didn't really di- disappoint this week. I mean, both of them had super solid performances. We'll get into it later, but I think Steven might be the favorite. But, hey, we'll get into that later. So, going into the final matchup, we have Clayton and the Red Rocket going up against Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. Clayton was already eliminated from the playoffs coming into this game. Oh, respectable point total for you, man. Jeez. And we had Anthony, who was fighting for a better playoff seating, coming into this game. And he showed while he, why he should be feared coming into the playoffs. How do we feel about Anthony's team going into the playoffs, fellas? I mean, for me personally, I'm scared of him, for sure. I would put Steven and Anthony as two teams that I just really would not want to play right now. Um, because he's just getting consistency despite bad performances I mean Anthony put up 157 and still going with Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry had five points 
I mean, <laughs> that's really scary to me because you normally expect Derrick Henry to get at least 15 to 20. And with his schedule coming up, uh, yeah, I, I feel like he's going to regress right back to the mean. Um, and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, I mean, both of them are contributing every single week. Travis Kelsey's a Dude, cheat code. Dude, they're stupid. He's they're a literal stupid. cheat code. Travis How can Kelsey. you have two starting receivers on the same team, both consistently putting over 20 points? That's that's lame. Thielen is receiver five on the year for us, and Jefferson is four. That's so dumb. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But shout out to yeah, shout out to Anthony. I mean, he's got top guys at, at core positions, and uh, yeah, don't want to play him. Corey Davis, um, eleven catches, one hundred eighty-two yards, and a touchdown. That's my analysis. Yeah, not much else to add. Clayton, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast a few weeks ago or if I just thought it in my head. I kind of thought you had a late push in you. You know, if you picked up Tannehill, he starts heating up. You know, you, you got Julio and David Johnson from me. I thought you might have had a chance in you if McCaffrey was getting healthy, but of course he comes back and re-injures himself. That's the story of your 2020 team is Christian McCaffrey um, and no first-round pick now. Yeah, but shout-out Cole Beasley. 28 points, man. Like, that was insane to watch. So, hey. And Keenan Allen had a strangely down week with Justin Herbert. I mean, the Chargers as a whole put up zero points. Yeah, the so Chargers just got smacked. Right, they did. Right and in the they mouth. did. But Anthony pushes for the playoffs. We'll get into the logistics of that later. And that will do it for the Week 13 review. We are going to get into all of the playoff implications that these results had. But before we move on, anything else to add, fellas? No, I mean, this is this is it. This is what we've all been waiting for. It feels like it flew by. Like we were just having our draft for the inaugural season. Here we are, playoffs. The nut is on the line. A oh, thousand baby. bucks on the line. First round picks I mean, on I'm the excited. line. I'm really excited as well, especially since the thousand dollars is straight cash. Straight money. Let's get on to the power rankings and maybe a little pick 'em update. Nice. The power rankings. Actually, you know what? Let's do pickups first. Let's do pickups first. Okay. If you've been tracking with us, we've been doing pickups since what, like week three or something? Week four? I don't know. You can do the math. Something. Like All right. So a quick pick 'em update. Week thirteen had Aaron going. Five and oh, God, let's go! God damn, did I mean, it first. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's cool. Okay, whatever. He he was already the top kind of predictor going in here, and he just reestablishes his dominance. Five and zero for Aaron in week thirteen. Tim goes three and two, and your boy Chris goes four and one. So that makes the overall, the final overall update of the regular season of the Pickums. Aaron goes. 34 and 21 on the season. The only person with a winning record. Big yikes. Tim goes 26 and 29, just missing the 500 mark. And listen, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I went 24 and 31. If you were to ask me three weeks ago that, Chris, you're going to end up 24 and 31, I would take it. So there is your final pick em rankings of the year. Aaron. You are deemed victorious. How are we feeling, buddy? Feeling pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. You know, just had a feeling a lot of weeks of who would win and uh, 
turned out to be correct. It's and the end of the year crystal ball award. There you go. And your reward is absolutely nothing. So just made it up. It's pride, bragging rights. Going on. I beat you twice this year, so. <laughs> He, okay. You can always he can always hang that over my head. That's all I'm he? doing. That's all I'm doing the rest of the offseason. I don't care. Going on to the power rankings. Um, Tim is back in his usual spot. Me and Aaron have no idea what the power rankings are. We are very curious because I feel like there might be a new a new number one this week, but we will see. Tim, how about we start from ten and work our way up? You got it. Uh, number ten, drum roll, please. <laughs> It's Clayton and the Red Rocket. Huge. Boo. Wasn't really a drum roll, by the way. Boo. It was a boo, 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 boo. All right. Huge. Clayton, you know, like I said earlier, your season just got derailed. Sorry about you. Come back stronger next year. Number nine, we have down a spot. The Big Ben Revenge Tour. Oh, let's go. Hayden. Sorry, I, I didn't want to be number nine. Keep going. <laughs> we were just talking about him being second, third only, and then, you know, the slide lately. Sorry, number eight, we have up a spot, Team Dom Perignon. Number seven, we have Team Fair Life. It's on. I'll take seven. Let's go. Final power rankings is seventh. Let's go. Six, we have down a spot, Mount Passmore. And I, I do believe this might be due to Chris's intoxication level. Had him at six individually. Uh, you know, just saying. Um, yeah, that's too low. I'm feeling that's fine. That's too low. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. Steven knows I love him, though. I love Steven. Yeah, he's ranked him six you know, out of six teams making the playoffs. Uh, five, we have down a spot, the Broad Ripple swim team. Boo! Is his team good or not good? We will Boo. find out. He sucks. Nobody knows. Nobody's he ever sucks. known. And then we have a tie for third between Burroughs Best, myself. I'll take a tie for third in the final power rankings. Down a spot. And down two spots. Tied for third. Wait, that math means Kyle Stretch and saving oh, Matt no. Ryan finish hey, the year. What happened? Oh, no. What happened? Third in our power rankings aggregate. And he can't hang on to his first place score that he's held since week five man come on about to run the tables sucks man but honestly like quick analysis on that he kind of deserves it right i mean honestly no he (laughs) number one stretch hater chris (laughs) he no he's lost three straight camara sucks now kyler's been mortal and the rest of his team doesn't stack up i'm sorry yeah i mean you make good points but it's stretch it's the number one team he gets the bye uh even with the loss he's number one Stupid. And then in second place, up four spots from last week's Hot ranking. Dog. We have team uninspired youth. Ooh, youth somebody. Youth, youth, somebody's youth. getting featured in the power rankings picture Anthony, this week. Big dog. I we're scared of you. You're putting up points, man. Uh, we'll talk about all these points you're putting up later. But that means we have a new number one in the this league power rankings for the first time in 2020. It is let Russ cook. All right, and let's get on to the week, the playoffs. <laughs> no, no, let him have a moment. Let him have a moment. We've been there. Hey, I'm going to stay humble. I'm going to stay humble, but it's a pretty good feeling finishing the this league regular season being the number one ranked team going into the playoffs. Are so. you telling me, Aaron, like as soon as you saw the number one ranking, did something just run through your mind like a, 
I don't know. To bang! 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 Number one! Mike Breen definitely Mike did Breen. run through my veins. Uh, it was great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very happy about it, but more work to be done. Yeah, so this is your final power rankings for the regular season. Uh, you know, we had a big shakeup from week one to week ten. Maybe we'll do something on social media later. Maybe not. We'll show the how the season progressed, and uh, that's all I've got on the power rankings. I think the biggest takeaway, Hayden was ranked number nine. Yeah, final one. Oh, man. Yeah. In the top three, what, weeks one through, what, ten? In the top three? He had a run. And then the last three weeks, he just plummets to nine? That's my biggest takeaway. How the turntables. How the turntables, man. Jays. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Tim. We are going to get to the point that you all are waiting for. We're not even going to do a playoff preview because this is kind of what it's going to be, right? It is now time for the open table discussion about what the hell is the this league playoffs going to look like. As somebody who has been faithfully and honorably discharged from the playoffs, um, I'm going to let Tim and Aaron mainly handle this conversation. Aaron and Tim, what is – can you give us an idea of what the seedings are going to be, what the matchups are going to be, and then we will end this pod with our prediction of who we think is going to take home the inaugural night. Sounds good. So we'll start in the Constellation bracket. I'll run through that, and then I'll let Aaron run through the playoffs. Uh, Constellation bracket top seed is Dawn and Dawn Perignon. That's going to be a Civil War matchup against Clayton in the last place finishing Red Rocket team. Civil Wars always are going to be intense. This is for the first round pick. Now, I have Don's first round pick. Don has Chris's first round pick. Aaron has Clayton's first round pick. So the only player playing for their own first round pick in the Constellation bracket is Hayden. (laughs) All y'all other three are not playing for your own first round pick. So this is very intriguing to see. Um, That second matchup is Chris, Team Fairlife, and then Hayden in the Big Ben Revenge Tour while, you know, they might have lost to the Washington football team. I guess he's still having an okay season, 11-1. and one. Steelers suck. But, uh, as a reminder, these four guys are going to be drafting – well, whoever holds their picks will be drafting one through four. You have to win the consolation bracket to get the first pick. If you're the, uh, and then there's also a ninth-place game, so whoever loses this week has to play in that game to determine who's picking fourth or third uh, with those picks. Quick, quick, just prediction. Who do you think wins the consolation bracket? Just on current form, current roster. We've been through all of them. Who do you think, guys? Who do you think wins it? Gun to my head, I'm going with Don. I think Clayton. I think Clayton because Christian McCaffrey comes back this week, and he's going to tear it up. Wouldn't that be wild? He's going to tear it up. How about Team Fairlife, you fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Dude, I got it. I clearly am rooting for Don to get me that first overall. Pick. Yeah, me, and same. Also, I, I want Clayton for me. I want Clayton to show out. It's stupid. I need to make like a, a graphic on social media of whose picks are whose so yep. we can do that. But that is your consolation bracket there. You guys really think I'm going to lose to somebody who's on a five-game losing streak? <laughs> Psych. Or actually, Haynes not on a five-game losing streak anymore. He won He just week, beat right? number one team. 
Knocked him out of the first place. I beat the, power the number rankings. one team last so week. Did okay? I. So did <laughs> I. Who hasn't beaten the number one team at this oh, point? Oh, God. Gang up on stretch. Okay, but now let's get to the point. Thank you for that, Tim. Let's get You're to welcome. the point that everybody actually cares for. Aaron, please describe to us what the playoff bracket looks like. Yeah, of course. So we've got a few seeds that are already locked and loaded. My seeds go. are totally locked and loaded. <laughs> In fact, four of the six playoff, right. four of the six <laughs> playoff teams, gosh, four of the six playoff teams are locked and loaded into their designated playoff seed. So I'll go over those, and then I'll go over what could shake up as a result of the game behind me, which is the Ravens-Cowboys game. So number one seed, we've known it for a week or two now already. That's Kyle Stretch. You know, team saving Matt Ryan. He's going to be the number one seed. He will have a first round bye at the top of the bracket. The number three seed is locked. So that is team broad, well, sorry, the broad ripple swim team. So Zach Welch, he is the third seed locked in because of that eighth win that he got this week beating team Fairlife. The fifth seed and the sixth seed are also locked in because as a result of Don losing and team Fairlife losing, they both got into the playoffs, which is Steven at the five seed and Tim at the six seed. So Mount Passmore and Burroughs Best. The two seeds that are up for grabs, which is a crazy scenario actually, and I'll give you a live update of where we're at with it, is the two seed and the four seed, which is what Anthony and I are battling for currently. So if I get a higher point total after tonight's games, meaning I had a 25-point lead going into this in points four over Anthony. If I hold on to that, I am the number two seed with a first-round bye. If not, oh man, Anthony would be the number two seed with a first-round bye. I would go to the four seed and vice versa with Anthony. Current update Anthony needs 26 points over me in my point total this week to be the two seed because he already has the win locked with Clayton team uninspired youth is 25 points oh, no. ahead of me right now oh, coming no. down the we're in the third quarter of the game give us an update on that matchup real quick or not on the matchup, but like on the point total. So you have I'm at J.K. One, Dobbins. I'm at, I have J.K. Dobbins in the Ravens defense, which they missed a field goal, which I would have lost points there <laughs> if they made the field goal, the Cowboys. Right. I have 132.62. Anthony has 157.64. And Lamar Jackson currently. And Lamar Jackson currently. Oh, God. I don't want to be that guy. I don't know what's going to happen. But unless Dobbins, like, I feel like. You know, we haven't really been closely watching him, but he's got five carries, albeit for 51 yards. I just feel like Lamar's likely to be able to keep that lead. It's going to come down to the wire, though. It's going to be exciting, but. Yeah, I'm not super confident, honestly. He's got a, a whole quarterback who's on the field the whole time. The Ravens' offensive staff just can't seem to figure out that J.K. Dobbins is the best running right. back. But either way, so, you one of you or Anthony will get the two seed, and the other one will be the four seed. Yes, Correct. locked right. in definitively. All right, so that means Kyle Stretch and Saving Matt Ryan, one of Aaron or Anthony, will get the first round buys, right? First okay. round buys is going to be big. 
Definitely. <clears throat> that will be big. So do we have any matchups locked in currently going forward? Yes, we forward? do. Okay. We what have the three versus the six. Who, which would be Zach versus, versus Tim. Tim is currently the only playoff matchup that is currently At least I, that, I think that's how our bracket I believe I believe that is correct. Um, I think the only one locked in right now for the playoffs. I, I, the bottom, the consolation bracket, those are locked matchups. Right. But I think Zach and I are the only one that are locked in. Um, and then, like we said, Aaron or Anthony will have a bye. The others got to play Steven in the first round of the playoffs. Oof. That's going to be freaking electric. I mean, I'll say it right now. You know, coming into this pod, obviously I wanted Team Fairlight to get in, but I genuinely think the six best teams in the league got in. I I genuinely think that happened. You know, me, Don, Hayden, and Clayton. Hayden fizzled at the end. Don never really had a good squad, in my opinion. Me losing Saquon was huge, and then Clayton is just the injuries. I kind of think those four – kind of deserve to be in the consolation bracket. And then just with the consistent point totals that Steven was putting up, Tim, you're coming on hot at the end of the year. Aaron's coming on hot of the year. Stretch has been hot all year. Steven's been solid. And Anthony consistently puts up 160. Zach's just Zach. Blinking an eye. Zach's just Zach. I genuinely think the six best teams made the playoffs. Like, do you guys agree with that sentiment? Overall, I think I agree with that, especially with considering how the last three weeks have trended. Um, I... Like like Aaron, I think mentioned earlier, I am limping into the playoffs after being on fire, hot, hot, hot. My guys are just hot, banged up, hot. and I guess you, I would consider myself one of the six best, but you know, not happy about uh, potentially missing a bunch of guys and drafting tenth overall. So you know, what it, what could have been for Clayton? I just kind of wonder, you know, if he had a a full squad this year with not as many injuries like he had. You got to wonder if he's in that group of six. I agree. So now that you hear at least who's making the playoffs, seedings will be decided. Literally, it is nine minutes left in the third quarter of this Dallas Ravens game. It could go either way between Aaron and Anthony with the points for total. It's just madness there. We will give you a full update come tomorrow. I will post the final scores of the games. And if you're lucky, if you're feeling freaky, maybe even the playoff bracket going into tomorrow. So we are going to get to the point. We're going to wrap up here before we get to the actual wrap up. Um, Our championship predictions. We know who's in the playoffs. We know who is in the running. I will start with Aaron. Who do you think takes home the inaugural nine? Would you want me to go like – Matchup by matchup, who I think will win to the champion, or do you just want me to say champion out? I think you just I pick think, your champion. I think for tonight, for now, we'll do champions. I yeah. think this is you know a future little tidbit that might come out before the podcast. I think I think we should do March Madness style, and the three of us, if not the whole league, we get in like everybody fill out your brackets. What's going to happen? I think I think that'd be a lot of fun. So I think tonight we'll talk about who is taking home a nut and displaying a nut in their house for the next. Who doesn't want a big-ass golden nut in their house? Boys, I think I win it. I think I win it. Almost stay humble. No, I I, <laughs> I, I got to have confidence in my team. Fair, I, fair. I, I, do, I do feel like um, Tyreek Hill and Devontae, the consistency plus the point totals there, um, nobody can match that currently in the bracket. Uh, my running backs do have to show up and give me some type of points. But they've been doing that in, in recent weeks with Montgomery and, and Eckler. So uh, if Russ just gets me 
15 to 20. That's all I really ask. I think uh, I have enough. I think I can I can win it. Russ has been taking carry out lately, if you know what I'm saying. He hasn't really been cooking that much. But um, Aaron thinks Aaron wins it, you arrogant son of a <laughs> prick. Just kidding. No. I mean, honestly, from a perspective that's not Aaron, you got to think he's top three, at least in this playoffs. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. right. He's number one in the power rankings for the reason right now. Yeah. The hottest team in the league, surely. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out my cast. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you probably know who I'm going to pick. It's my number two team that I've been I've been favorited of. Obviously, Team Fairlife is my team. But um, I've always just had a fascination for this squad. And let me tell you, Aaron said that he had the best running back core last week. And they showed out this week And Nick Chubb and James Robinson. They're not slowing down anytime soon. You have the return of Drew Brees who will give Michael Thomas a significant bump. But even if Drew Brees takes another couple weeks, Michael Thomas, nine catches, 105 yards. You got to think he adds a touchdown in there the particular week. He's back to his thing. Josh Allen playing out of his mind, my king. Stephon Diggs is going to do his thing. TJ Hawkinson, an easy top five tight end every week. A.J. Brown is not going to score eight points every week. He's going to get his. And if he gets those flex decisions correct, Jarvis Landry this week, he nailed it. And I'm just saying, week 16, George Kittle comes back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think Steven and Mount Passmore, I said it at our uh, halfway point podcast, and I'm sticking to it. Steven and Mount Passmore wins the inaugural nut. And when you have four quarterbacks to choose from, whoever has the best matchup, you can't choose wrong in my opinion. I think Steven, with the best running back core in the league, not my words, Aaron's, the best running back core in the league, gets it done, and he brings home the inaugural nut. I mean, <clears throat> over, under on your speech on Steven, I think you hit the over, uh, even though we were all expecting it. Let's I go. am out here. I am going to say right now, I'm looking at the playoffs, I'm between Aaron and Anthony. The two guys currently undecided. Stretch was my presidential selection, but he's just been so cold lately that I'm going to put my faith in Aaron or Anthony, and I'm going to say Anthony. Uh, just I, I it's I, it might be because of Tractor Cito, and maybe he's not the same this year. Tractor Cito. But I just I just see Derrick Henry carrying Anthony to the nut. And he's gonna have that nut all over. Mm. Um, it's hot. I, I, I'm going to put Aaron and Anthony up there. Steven's going to be my third if I'm going to kind of like loosely rank them. And then I'll put Stretch. Zach and I think are at the bottom like we talked about. My team's limping. Zach's team's just, you know, all year long. They've been the Broad Ripple swim team. You know, the swim team can't win a nut. No way. There's no way. No so, way. And the fact that we're saying this right now, he's going to freaking win. But – no way. I mean, already, Zach, you have so much shit that you can just like keep saying and bringing up for us. <laughs> Motivation. Like, we hated your team. We hated your team. And then, you know, you're here. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, I, I got to go with Anthony and Tractor Cito. Uh, Anthony's your pick. Let's do it. All right. So, Aaron picking Aaron uh, bleh, to uh-huh. win it all. I am picking Steven and Mount Passmore to bring home the nut, and Tim is taking Anthony and Team Uninspired what's, Youth. What's a little friendly wager we can do if we get whoever, if one of us gets it right? Ooh, 
Should we just bet money right now? Should we just bet money right now? And if nobody wins, I mean, like, I, if we just one of us thing. is right, I'll give I'll, I'll give you twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Are you down for that, Aaron? Sure. Okay. So if just, Aaron wins, Chris and I both give him twenty. Yep. A little extra, you know, bonus for the net money plus you know right, 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 a little right. bit. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> of course, Anthony, I got you. And even we'll, though I'm in the playoffs, <laughs> I got you. And when Steven wins, you guys give me twenty bucks each. Yeah. And oh, what's this funny is Chris is going to give me thirty mine. because Todd Gurley sucks butt. <laughs> okay. Bring up all the bets. No, no, no. That's not the case for new listeners. Me and Aaron bet that Todd Gurley would finish as a top 15 running back at the end of the year. If he plays 14 healthy games, he has currently played 14 healthy games, and he is running back 17. So we will get into that later. But that is all I have for the pod. Anything else to add, fellas, before we sign off? I think just one more quick note about the playoff structure. It's just crazy how Steven, Anthony, or me will play each other and knock one of each other out, you know, first round of the playoffs. That's got to help. The oh, rest that, of the bracket. True. Oh my That's got to help the rest Stretch of the bracket. Stretch being hot and getting that number one seed locked in is going to help his team. I mean, no matter wh- how you look at it, he doesn't have to play one of you guys this week. Straight up. There you go. There you go. It's going to be crazy. Let us know your thoughts on our social medias. But we're about to sign off here. Nice. Oh, baby. Thank you for joining us for this episode of this League Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for joining a rather intoxicated host. Hope I didn't sound too intoxicated. I don't think I slurred my words that much, right? No, you got most of the players' names right. Noise. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> As always, listen to us on the podcast platforms that matter. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. Listen to us there. As always, subscribe, review, share us with your friends, and just annihilate the like button. Pulverize the crap out of it. What a good word. Uh, uh, just, just, just wreck the like button. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll say pulverize the like button. Go ahead and click it. <laughs> just, just click the like button. Damn it, Tim. That's such a good word. I picked the best one. <laughs> and follow us on the Instagram and Twitters. That is where you can get all. Like I said, we published the official. Week 13 playoff scenario guide. That's the only place you can find it is our social medias. Follow us there, Twitter, Instagram. Points update. Yeah, points updates. That's huge. No, points update. Lamar just threw a touchdown to Hollywood Brown. Anthony's up 32. Oh, my God. That's like Hollywood Brown's second touchdown in two weeks. And that's two on the year, right? I think probably. (laughs) So, uh, Aaron, I'm sorry, buddy, but first round you might be having to play. That sucks. Live reaction. I mean, uh, we'll, no, I, I was really hoping I'd get the buy because I don't want to play Steven. I just don't want to play Steven. Now, next week after that, I play Stretch, which I feel a little better about, but you got to get through Steven. So. Oh, what a what a heavyweight matchup. Steven and Aaron. Damn. These playoffs. I tell you, these playoffs. This league, bro. Damn. All right. And, um, okay, like I said, <laughs> the points updates, we do post those on the social medias, but also power rankings, pickums, um, all the additional stuff, trade alerts, everything. You can find that on our social medias, Instagram and Twitter at this league underscore pod. And as always, email us with comments, suggestions, compliments at this league 2020 at gmail.com. I need to go to bed. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? Not for me. Nope. I'm ready for the playoffs. All right. Oh, I forgot to ask the most important question of all. What Christmas song are we signing off with this week? Dun, 
dun, dun, dun, dun, dun, oh, jingle dun. bells. Jingle bells. I was gonna say jingle bell rock. So I mean, jingle we're on the same page. I need an answer. I think jingle bell rock. Final answer. Cool. Jingle bell rock. Here we go. Jingle bell rock. Enjoy. Merry early Christmas. Peace. I'm Chris. I'm out of here. Go on, get. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chiming, jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in Jingle Bell Square. In the frosty air. But anything else to add? Actually, I'm just going to stop because Tim's peeing. Sorry. I am intoxicated. <laughs> wow. I am. Well, I need to go to bed after this. Art thou feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Art thou now feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> Mr. Krabs. It's probably going to be the outro of the pod. <laughs>